Welcome to the G Lu Show, episode eight, season two. This uh, episode right here features the homeboy gangster from Linwood, from the legendary group The Comrades. Previously signed to Mac Ten's Who Bangin' label, was down with the West Side Connection, Ice Cube, and uh, previous others, DJ Pooh as well. This episode right here talks about the life and times of the homie gangster, how he got into the rap game, how he grew up in the city of Linwood, California. And what he did in the industry and uh, his ups and downs, which featured going to prison many times and a lot of other things he talks about in his incredible testimony. So this episode right here features the homeboy gangster once again from the Comrades. This show was uh, sponsored by BTP Media Group, uh, the GLooShow.com. You can get all the apparel, all previous episodes and all the music, including the new album dropping by GLoo this week. Odie's Rule Forever, Volume 1 drop for 2020-2021 on all digital platforms go support that once again it's the g lu show podcast episode eight hosted by me g lu and the lovely miss queen jean this episode features the homie gangster from the comrades let's go the g lu show presents og sundays fabulous lowrider oldies the number one rated sunday night show hosted by the man himself g lu with the amazing squad as co-hosts Big Flossie, Pink the Gangster, and myself, Queen G. Sit back and let the fellas serenade you ladies. And for you guys out there, I'm going to throw in a couple of tunes to serenade you. With that being said, enjoy the ride, get you some personality, get your chill glass, and just hang out with us. Peace and love. Range. 
gangbanger All about chasing the change I'm icy Judging the jury Ain't trying to see the judge and the jury Easy Represent the ENS But I still Baymac like BMF And we can get high, y'all Never know when we gon' die, y'all Come smoke one with us Come smoke one with us Come on, come on Gang bang whistle, my gangsta's corporate, but I can 
we be giving it up from 7 to 9. Turn your radios up, cause we about to go live. It's the D-Lu Show, Westside. Westside, Wednesday, every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 on the West, 10 to 12 on the East Coast. The G-Lu Show, Blog Talk Radio, with your host with the most G-Lu. Yes, sir. Welcome to the G. Lou Show. Westside Wednesdays. It's the 14th of uh, April, right? Yeah, April. Somewhere up in there. Welcome to the G. Lou Show. We're back at it. Like we left something before we start off, shout out to our sponsors, BTP Media Group, 93.tweet FM-ism after six cruise mix every Thursday night. Tweet Cadillac. Shout out to D.D. Harrison. The greatest author in the world. Get at her. She got them books on deck for you. Great sales all the time. Dee Dee Harrison, now yeah, IG. She's on Amazon. Conversations in the Hookah Lounge every Saturday night, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern. The G Lou Show After Hours YouTube, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. The G Lou Show.com for all the apparel, music, shows, etc., etc. Yes, sir. Now, what I want to do, I want to welcome in my co host. The lovely and beautiful Miss Queen Jean, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, hey, hey. What's happening, G. Lou? Queen Jean on the scene. <laughs> so fresh, so clean. Front, back, Good evening, ma'am. How you doing? Side. Mm-hmm. I like that. Front, All back, that. side to side. Yeah. You like that? I'm doing good today. Yeah, I love that. Today is Wednesday, <laughs> April the 14th. April the 14th. 
see things. So I was like, you know what? Let me let me let me just take a break. Just cut thing. it off, huh? Right. Yeah, when I turned it back on, yeah. it was that TV, that news, all oh, that shit will mess you up. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it will it'll just get you mad. The news, you watch the news <laughs> nowadays, it just kind of gets you mad, you know, because it's just so much yeah. shit going on. You can't even just like, like, wow, this is really, you know, and it is going on. It's it's like your it's music, you know, uh, revelations. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly yeah, what it is. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, revelations. It's revelations. Yeah. yeah. For sure. It is. For sure. I turned, like I said, for I sure, turned to sure. Tom and Jerry and my grandson um, said, Nan, are you watching cartoons? I told him, yeah, right now. <laughs> you know, like that's what I needed to see, something more, <laughs> right, you know, right. that was just a little bit more refreshing, you know, so. Do the yeah, kids but, even um, watch cartoons anymore? Does your grandson watch cartoons? Yeah, he watched some if he's okay, not watching okay. some of those uh, YouTube channels, you know. But, yeah, you're right. Does kids even watch cartoons anymore? You know, like cartoons. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know? Right. But I definitely had mine on just to uh, get uh, to escape, kind of say. You know, I didn't even want to get into nothing that was political, no, no black power, none of that stuff. I just didn't want it. I just didn't want it. Just didn't want it. You know, I needed right, a total right. break. I needed a total break from yeah. it. So, and being here with you tonight on the Jesus Show is a big break as well. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is our escape, you know, it's my escape. I love to just, I'm glad we have the platform and just so thankful that uh, uh, we've been blessed with the platform to just speak to the world, speak not only to our friends and family, loved ones, but just to the world. There may be uh, somebody out there right now that's listening that we don't even know, you know what I mean? And they can hear us. Right. We can't hear them or see them, but they can hear us, and we may change somebody's life. So just get some insight or just Make, give somebody a good time tonight, you know, if they're listening to us. So wherever you are out there, if you're listening to us, you know, we appreciate the love. You know what I mean? Much love to you, wherever you are. Thank you for joining the G. Lou Show tonight. You know, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. Yes, we do. Yeah, the show um, um, last Friday, we got some great, we got a great reviews on the show last Friday, the DMX show. So thank you oh, yeah. all for okay. who checked us out on YouTube and uh, listened to the show, viewed our show, and liked it. Thank you so much right. because we wanted that. We wanted some good feedback for that show. Yes. The, the so thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you, everybody out there, you know, showing us love. We appreciate it. We definitely do. Uh, we're going to continue to give you the, give you this good radio, you know, good good uh, conversation and good communication. That's what we will do, you know. This is G. Lou show. We got a special guest tonight. Uh, wait on him to pull up. My homeboy from Linwood, my homeboy gangster man from the legendary Comrades group that uh, came on the scene around '95, '94, '95. Well, he was on the scene before, but he came in with Ice Cube, uh, uh, Mac Ten, Who Banging Records, and got out with Cube, West Side Connection. Uh, did a lot, uh, uh, and that is the Comrades, the homie. It was down with K-Mac, and, and they did their thing, but the homies represent Linwood. Uh, had a lot of ups and downs throughout his life. Been through a lot because he's a real one. You know what I mean? But what I like about Gangsta overall, he's a dope MC, man. Always put out good music when he can. So uh, he has a hell of a story. He'll be joining us tonight, waiting on him to pull up. So that's what we got going over here on West Side Wednesdays. You know the calling numbers the same as it's always been, 914-803-4001. Press 1 if you want to speak. 
you know what I mean, um, and all that right there. Um, again, shout out to our sponsors and everybody tuning in. We appreciate the love and support. Yep. What's up, Queen? You know, I was just sitting up here thinking about um, our uh, rap artists who have been in, in films, and the two that came to my mind is DMX and um, Tupac. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. uh, great rap artists uh, and uh, great actors as well. And and the thing I like about uh, Tupac, I mean, DMX is that you, because I was looking at a lot of his uh, interviews last night, the ones with him and the ones with his wife. His wife had a podcast that was on YouTube as well. So um, I was listening to some of her podcasts. But DMX, you asked him a question. He was like, man, I... I don't know nothing about the movie. They just gave me a script. I'm going to do my script. I didn't care about all that other shit. <laughs> you know, he was just so real with, with who he was. Right, right. Yeah, he's real, straight up, real. bro. He's going to give you, he going to be straight up with you all the way. Yep. <laughs> he's going he to give it way. to you raw, real, and just genuine with it. And I was like, man, I just love me some DMX. He was just, just like one of them real ones, like real, real, real ones. You know what I'm saying? Like you got some real oh, yeah. ones. Real, real ones, but yeah, but he was like one of them. You know, there can never be a duplication. No one can even come near. You know, you have some that you can say, okay, they kind of remind me of, but there's nobody that can remind you of DMX. There is nobody out there that you can say remind you of DMX. For me, anyway, you might find somebody to say, oh no, they this person kind of remind me, but for me, mm mm. That 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 brother right there was uh, definitely cut. Yeah, he was one of a kind. Yeah, yeah he one of a kind. You don't, you don't make him like him. He's just straight up dude. You know, straight yeah. up dude. Yeah, straight up. They dude, were saying man. how his streams went yeah. up, just like with Nipsey uh, passed and Nipsey streams. Oh, yeah. His music, you know, the streaming, the same thing happened with uh, DMX. The streaming started going up, which is a great thing because that helped. The family, you know, I, I'm not saying that they need it, but every every dime helps. Period. Yeah. You know, so that streaming you know, would help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just definitely does because that's his, it, his shit is going up all the like you said a thousand percent like you know so yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good thing man I just hope all that stuff like Tweed was saying the stuff is right so the, <laughs> you know family can reap some of the benefits at least you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, definitely, as they should, you know, as they, they truly should. But, yeah. yeah, if you guys ever get a chance or you want to see some of his interviews, just go on YouTube. You'll find a lot of his interviews. And, you know, when he was in, I think it's called Revolt TV, there's a lot of uh, mm-hmm. interviews with him there. And he was just like DMX. Was just, you could tell he was just a whole lot of fun to be around and uh, just to hear the way that he talk and, and his uh, process of thinking and all that. I was like, man, that, that's a fun brother to be around, you know. Right, right. All that. Yeah. Shout out to yeah, the Yeah, I'm X-Men. stuck on DMX right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody just texted me and said, Jaru tried. Yeah, he tried to be like DMX, but, <laughs> you know, it's okay Jaru. to try. But, yeah, Jaru. Because he even told a story mm-hmm. about how him and Jairu pulled a robbery together, DMX did. I was like, okay. Oh, yeah. 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 That's <laughs> him on his uh, interview. <laughs> yeah, they was tight at first, was like, early on. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's about this. All that's happening, and then out here in Charlotte, we've been getting us some good weather. You know, thankful for that. Um, finally getting some sunshine and being able to. That's what's up. Uh, yeah, enjoy some warmth. You know. So that's about. Yeah, know, it's been real nice. It's been real nice. Thankful for the good weather. It's springtime, y'all. It's springtime, man. So summer will be before you yeah. know it. So before you know it, it's going to be hot as a mother. So just enjoy this nice weather know, right now. Man. Just the cool, you know, warm, breezy weather, man. It's the weather I like the most, spring and fall. You know what I mean? Because summertime, mm-hmm. it just get a little bit too much some days, you know. But um, thankful for it all. Thankful for it all. I'm not going to complain. Yeah. You know? It's so, breezy um, weather uh, with the warmth. You can still wear your sundresses and your and your flip flops or your your wedgies or whatever and right. get that good little breeze and that sundress just go with the flow of the breeze. That's right. I encourage those sundresses, good. ladies. So yeah, sundresses is a good thing. I encourage that. Yeah. So, you know, get you some air yeah. out there, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah. in the summer in a in a sundress, you don't get you know, you don't get no air, so you gotta enjoy the breeze <laughs> when it comes through coming right. from a lady. So yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> hey, I'm just, you know, <sighs> kicking it straight. That's Front, all. But back, um, <laughs> side to side. <laughs> yeah, that part. That part. Westside, <laughs> hey man, it's Westside Wednesday, the G Lou Show, Queen Jean. We are here waiting on our guests to pull up. Gangster from the Comrades from that Linwood will be in the house tonight, man. So stay tuned. We'll be back after these messages. I want to give a special shout out to my homeboy Kev Mack. It's his birthday today. Happy Born Day, Kev Mack. Much love, homie. Continue success. It's the G Lou Show. West Wednesdays. We'll be back after the flash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Kev Mack, owner of all her publications, Kev Mack Video. I'm with G. Lou on Westside Wednesday. Capital, I need a rest to you, youngster. Drink, unlimited artillery. 
Listen, for me's not a nothing. I'm adopted to the pimping. I'm never outdone. I'm a outdoer. I'm a outgoing crowd mover, loud motor scooter. I'ma play no game, take it till you embarrass you quick. I'm a cockin' name, take it till you see flatter your shit. Got brick like a construction worker, come and work for me, get it all to me. I take care of you like a puppy. I'ma patch you on your back when you bring it all back for me. Sitting with her legs open, that's how you gon' act for me. Marinate my meat, taste like it got spikes on it. She just wanna get it wet, she's wanna put ice on it. Put a lot of ice on it, she gave me the chills. Don't get mad cause your booty hurt. She gave me the pills, don't get mad cause your booty hurt. Hold it to the wheels, fell off and shit in the game in the motherfucking hills. You think you got it cracking cause you got a little name. I'm Jay felony, but you can call me Lil James. Motherfucking G to a T, hood rich, infamous, and this bitch on trip, live sis, I'm equipped, I'm a spit, I'm a trip, I'm a crip, I'm for real, I'm a scanner and a bandana clipping, this is chipping, dipping, hitting switches, no bullshitting, from Atlantic Drive, Santana, Nutty Block, all my niggas, neighborhood, UG blocks, all my niggas riding is one, can you imagine that, well imagine this, and imagine six, to your dome, hologenic, fuck forensics on a mission, listen, this is first generation business, nigga, shop.
Arabian friends, back with a sound of hype. Not slow and low, it's the fast type. Getting jumped. Can you hit a drum? Yo, Dre, why don't you pump it up? Hey, yo, what up with it? G Lou, you're back live at the G Lou Show, West Side Wednesdays. And I told you we had a special guest, right? We got Linwood up in, up in the house tonight. My homeboy Gangster just pulled up. He is here. Er, Gangster, er, what up? Er, you hit a switch. This nigga, I just pulled up in that drag coat. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> what up, homeboy? Man, I ain't making no noise, man. My bad for being a little late. I had to charge these batteries up. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Well, everybody, like I told you, we got our special guest here, the homeboy Gangster, is here. Uh, go ahead and holler at the people, Gangster. You know we ain't heard from you in a minute. You've been you, you've been here, but you've been there. You know what I mean? So holler at the fans. I mean, you know. That's uh, right quick. I mean, those that know, you know, I'm Gangster uh, from the Comrades. Uh, you know, I'm, I've been around. I just been, I've been kind of, uh, I guess you were saying, what it's called, and going through the pandemic, just putting it all, all right. back together. Really, you feel what I'm saying? Uh, That's before right. the pandemic, I was kind of uh, on my own lockdown. Uh, okay. I gave myself some time because I went through a little medical little situation, so I gave myself some okay. time, and so I always feel like. It's crazy because I was in the house and then God put everybody else in the house with me. Wow. You feel me? Because, I mean, I had to And that was right on point. To be honest with okay. you, oh, man. Good, I beat cancer last year. You feel me? I got diagnosed man. with cancer and uh, uh, I'm, good. I'm Gucci now. You feel what I'm saying? And I had wow. gave myself a year. You feel Bless. me? I'm like, I didn't have Bless, no chemo, homie. no radiation or nothing. You feel me? I got out on my knees and God didn't give me none of that. And so I said, I'm a, I'm a, I was just locked in the house, you feel me? And then the whole world got locked in the house. I'm like, whoa, that, all of us in the house. But I right. was in the house before everybody went in. Wow. And then, and then on I'm top ready. of that, that, then on top of that, with the world going on, on pandemic, that gave you a time to really recharge all the way. It's, yeah, I mean. Well, I know you're ready now. I, I mean, mean, besides beating be what honest, you did, that was, that was big. To be honest with you, when everybody came in, when they, when they locked everybody else in the house, I got mad. I wanted everybody to be outside, you feel me? Because I felt right, like right. everybody gets to catch up. Because I was already, uh, I got a studio at my crib. So when I went through that, mm-hmm. I just put the studio at my crib. And then uh, my little editing, my little mini movie shit, I put all that shit at my crib. And I just started learning how to work the shit myself other than, you know, my little team were working it. So I just learned how to work everything. Right, right. There you go. There you go. Now you now you a monster on that thing. That's how that's what's up. Hey, uh hey guys, before we continue, I want to introduce you to my co host, man, Miss Queen Jean, man. Uh she's here Ms. as well, Queen man. I just want to introduce you, you before we go. <laughs> I'm doing good. Uh all praise to the most high for you coming through with that cancer thing, that beastly cancer. So I'll praise the Most High for that. You know, I'm I'm yes. I'm glad that you um, came through that. But I'm doing good. I like your little slogan that you didn't say tonight. You know, and they say how you doing. You say shitty but fair. Yeah, shitty but fair. You know. <laughs> Damn, you said you fucked that out of. Somebody, I used to say that so much. Yeah. I kind of stop saying it because somebody always say you always say that, but you know life is shitty, but it's fair though. You can't complain. Right. Yeah, that's that's the real right. though. 
<laughs> yeah, welcome to the show. That's welcome real. to the show. It's good to have you. Hey, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Glad to be here. Hey, um, hey gangster man, what what I want to get into before we get into everything, man, I want to salute you on, uh, you know, I know you had a, like a, a long career, you know, in and out of the game, and you know, uh, you know, here and there and doing your thing. You had deals, big deals. I know you have your label. You had ups and downs. I mean, but I know from the beginning, you 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 know, like you said, rap is second to you. You know, you were doing your thing for real first and foremost. You know what I mean, in the streets. Right. And I guess you were just chosen by rap. But what I want to commend you on throughout your whole stint in rap, what I always respect about you, gangster, you know, besides the realness and all that, homie, you a spitter, though. You know what I mean? You're going to always get some, some good rhymes and lyrics fucking with gangsters. You know what I mean? All the time, like on songs you featured on, you come on there and you kill it. You know what I mean? So that's what I really respected about you. Uh, 90% of the shit I hear from you is all bars and, and, and fire, you know, Mixed with that G shit though, but but you always spit bars. When did you know that you really could rap, or were you was that was that key to you making sure you 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 know you you were tight on the mic? You know some niggas just get on. You know I'm a G, so they was just gonna respect that. I ain't gotta get on here and really spit, but you you got spit. I mean, I guess really, you know, I was like every other kid that liked in hip hop at the beginning. You know, uh. Mm-hmm. I um, uh, I guess there's a, a couple different levels, you know, from when I started to 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 this present day. Uh, I was trying to find my lane, you know. I right. was trying to find my lane, and uh, I guess it was a time when I really, to be honest with you, I had heard certain people whose life was similar, and they accepted, and, and the world accepted it. You know, so mm-hmm. I was when I was trying to figure it out. I was trying to figure out who can I be that the world accepts because they wasn't gonna accept gangster. I was gangster before right. I rapped. Like you understand what I'm saying? Right. So we were trying to be rappers to hide from being gangsters, and it seemed like now okay. they trying to be gangsters instead yeah, of rappers. Backwards, the other way around. You feel what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So. When, yep. when uh, you know, I was been down a while. It's like it's even when I talk to certain people about my story. Um, hip, I've been through a lot of ups and downs in hip hop. Hip hop kind of let me down at times, but mm. I think when I found hip hop, I was on a whole nother page in life, and it was some dudes right. that was doing hip hop. And, uh, you know, regular making beats or beatboxing and spitting freestyles, and I hung with them. And so they was trying to do hip-hop, but I was kind of spitting better shit than the nigga that was spitting because of where I came right. from. You feel what I'm saying? And so um, um, I had was down with King, Mixmaster State, King T, Pooh, all of them early on, right? And so... Mm-hmm. I looked up to to those dudes as far as what they done because they had been somewhere I'd never been. I, I didn't even have a bank account. You feel what I'm saying? I was a street nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, it just went from from kicked out of school to I got to figure it out. Like, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't right. a kid. My, my mom, you know, I, I got a song like that. My mom wasn't on drugs. You feel me? My mom wasn't around a gang of niggas or none of that. 
but we still had an adversity in my household. You feel what I'm saying? To where uh, I remember when we went to a time where moms lost her job, and it wasn't me and my brother. We were spoiled, but it wasn't us, you know, crying about it. We went to the streets, seemed like. You know, it was right. like the streets was talking. But King um, T introduced me to Biggie Smalls' first record, right? The mm-hmm. very first record. Biggie Smalls, I heard, and, really like Envy King T, right? That's what he got. Uh, his, his, man, his, it was crazy when he introduced I heard, me I heard to that. the record. When he introduced me to the record, he said, this dude is going to take Scarface's spot. I'm like, nigga, you're crazy. Wow. But then he played me that, uh, I stepped to the police with the shoves and the pushes. You feel what I'm saying? And it was, it, yeah, he yeah. put me there, like, you feel what I'm saying? Because I wasn't, I was, I was, shit, I had a four and a half trying to get close to a nine. You know, black and other right. ever, however, Gucci down to the socks. I was looking like a rapper when I was hanging with King P and Pooh and them. I had Benzes and Rolexes, but I didn't have no record. You feel what I'm saying? So right. When I mm. seen that, when when I started, I can be G. Like when niggas start, because I still to this day, like my blocks that I've been on, I put them up against anybody's block. You feel what I'm saying? Like, mm. even the best sitters in this game that I feel like is the dopest, if they walked up to G, I got a 16 for them. And they'll like right. it. You feel what right. I'm saying? Because it's expensive, not meaning it's talking about money. It's expensive. It's some expensive yeah. uh, ghetto journalism yeah. when you when I You feel me? Yeah. And, and if, if yeah. you listen to yeah, this, you I mean, you ain't lying, record, He ain't even lying. I ain't even record, saying I nigga put nothing on it. <laughs> my first record, Go ahead. it was a line in there that said, and maybe all these things just came together, but it was a line in there that said, and no offense to nobody, but I said I got sent to the pen for strapping chickens on a white bitch. And you could take the boy out the hood. That was yeah. true. I went to prison for that. That's what I, you know what I mean? Mm. I went to prison for that. Right. That was, that was, a goal as a nigga from the hood to get some kilos? Man, that was a goal. So we were kind of twisted. But when I found out that, the hood, you know, the, the dad was accepted, you know, that's how it is. And I'm, I'm sensitive yeah. about the stuff that I say. You feel me? I can write for somebody. Right, I right. can make them Superman. But I don't even make myself Superman. I'm more modest than anything. You feel what I'm saying? Uh We'll talk right. about that stuff later. You know, <laughs> like I can Gucci see, shoes and hey, all that, I can see you being a rapper, right? Because you see how he just hella confident. He just talking that shit, just talking. So you put that, you mix that with the with the bars, and that's what you get. And it wasn't always like <laughs> that, but but I listened to some of the shit people say. Like I just did a song. I guess when I seen uh, the uh, what was it? The untold stories of hip hop, right? When right, I see right. everybody talking about the mm. untold stories of hip hop, I was like, you know, I heard it, you know, I hear it, I know a lot of them people on there, and so I did a song because it's a lot of niggas. Like right now, a lot of niggas is coming home for prison. I got a little brother that did 27 mm-hmm. years. You feel what I'm saying? He left when mm-hmm. he was 17. He came, he came back when he was 44. You feel what I'm saying? He uh, mm-hmm. he has a uh. He's 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 been home two years, and he's corporate, 
and he's he's a businessman. You wouldn't know he was gone that long. He left at wow. 17. You feel me? I know another wow. dude that was gone 40 years. I know and he home. I know dudes that was gone 30. So I look at those dudes today, and I look at the young niggas today, <clears throat> and I think that those dudes should be like the leaders of the new school because they can tell you about where the fuck you going if you keep playing. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So um, I don't even know why I brought that up, but uh, it's uh, it's easier for me to write for somebody than me write for myself. I'm going to really put you there. Like, oh, I did that song because, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I did that song because I felt like some people wasn't talked about. You feel what I'm right. saying? I said, oh, man, they didn't say nothing about nobody from Compton. Like, you feel me? It was people that Easy Eden was rapping about. They didn't say mm. nothing about them niggas. You feel what I'm saying? So I started the song, like, who your heroes? Who your zeros? Who you gamble on? Who your Pete Rose? One of my niggas, when we were wearing Italian clothes, one of my niggas shot, he went to Italy to get the clothes. You feel me? My mm. nigga shot the Italian mm. in street clothes. And through Shug, Opportunity, all Cino, kept it under the hat. You never mm. heard of him. He never said that. You feel what I'm saying? So, you know, I kind of take it personal when niggas be talking that. I mean, it's some more niggas that don't talk. You feel what I'm saying? Hey, 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 G. That, that I was raised up under. Right. So, you know. G. And tell, that's all in hip-hop G. now. So, Yeah. Tell us, tell us briefly, man. Since you're saying all that, tell me this about man, you a brother coming up out of Linwood, man. You know, uh, because we hear about the Compton's, your neighbors, and the Long Beach, LA, all of that. But uh, cats coming out of Linwood, like you, man. Tell us about a little bit about Linwood, if you would, man, and just what what how Linwood made you the dude you are. You know what I mean? For the people who may be sleep on Linwood or don't know what comes up out of there. I mean, you know, Linwood was. You know, we hop a gate, we in Compton. Right. That's what I like. We, we, we walk to the corner, we in Watts. But we cross right. Imperial is Watts, right? Totally. Once we cross, yeah. come up Fernwood, uh, you know, we we, we shop, we, we had a same, we share the same swap meet, we share the same stuff. But we from Linwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It was like coming up. A lot of a lot of my friends, even you know some of my family members that was from Linwood, they went to Compton mm-hmm. or they went to L.A. You feel me? Right. I still fuck with them, and they kind of like boss niggas or whatever. But I'm one of the ones that stayed. You feel me? Uh, yeah. I spent a lot of time in Compton coming up. I got a whole lot of love in Compton coming up. Uh, I was talking to. Uh, Melly Mel and Melly mm-hmm. Mel was Shout like Melly Mel. And I was, the professor yeah and I was like and Melly Mel was like I said Melly Mel you know cause somebody told me I was doing a show and I'm like you know I ain't a nigga to say who started Chris and all of that mm-hmm. because I can point you in the direction of where I know you feel what I'm saying but I don't feel like I'm right. old enough to say those kind of things and I'm doing a lot of hip hop so I got a lot of shit to talk about you feel what I'm saying so I didn't want to I didn't know what, you know, I'm like, I'm not just going to be talking about gangbanging and all that. And so Melly Mel was right. like, he called me by my government name. And he said, uh, 
Terrell, you don't know where you know me from. I said, nigga, I know exactly where I know you from. I was 14 <laughs> years old, selling drugs in Compton. They gonna go with it. Mm. And he was like, oh, yeah. I said, yeah, that's who I was then. You feel me? But I was from Linwood, and I, I migrated to Compton, some of the tough hoods, the Santanas, the Southsides, the Spook Towns. They had love for me because I had an older brother that was from Linwood at first, but he went to Compton, and then Marvin Watkins was like, he was like my play brother, and then was you know I would get in this shit, but niggas knew it was gonna be something else. They was gonna have to report to those dudes that I talk about in them songs. You feel what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, you know, sometimes Linwood and Compton did mix, but for the most part, we kind of mixed. But I just stayed with Linwood through it all. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't went to Compton schools and LA schools, but everywhere I go. It, they kind of put Linwood there first. You feel what I'm saying? And right. it's crazy when you talk about where I'm from as far as the gang culture. See, my name is Gangster. But nobody from neighborhood from is neighborhood. named Gangster. <laughs> right. right. You feel me? I'm probably the only gangster from neighborhood. But I was named mm. from Compton. You feel me? And they wasn't no poop but that. Right. You feel me? They named me that. I didn't name myself Gangster. You feel me? It was it just stuck. I'm like, right. shit, all right. You feel what I'm saying? So uh, I definitely feel like there's a difference between L.A. and Compton. You know, it's a big difference. Uh, it's two different mm-hmm. worlds. But I was fortunate enough to move around. I was a young, I always say that I was a young nigga in Harlem Nights because I was with, uh, as a young age, I was that, uh, the motherfucking, uh, the car, you know, remember Terry Carter, the one that got killed by Shiz, yeah. by Shiz, yeah. I ran over. Back in the days, he had a car shop on La Brea called TWK. They sold Rolls mm-hmm. Royces and all kind of shit, but they gambled in there. And all the big niggas, the big balling rich niggas, the, even the Harriots and all of them niggas was through there. I was a kid, 14 years old, 15 something in there. And I used to hang with them old dudes, and they used to gamble big money in them shops and shit. You feel what I'm saying? And I was mm-hmm. there. I could just drive the car to the store. I had a girlfriend in Inglewood. I'd pull up in a brand-new I-Rock, you feel what I'm saying? Because I got to go to the store for the niggas and all of that shit. So, right. you know, so that was my L.A. side. So when it was big events like jazz festivals and shit that I attended, I was really from the east side, the Linwood Compton side. But I'll be in San Diego with some L.A. niggas. And then I see the rich Captain niggas, and they looking. I'm on, I got the best of both worlds because I was just a young nigga that niggas would pick up. You feel what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. You know, I was kind of, you know, I was a little brother of a cool nigga. And so everybody kind of adopted me as a brother kind of in those cities. So I stayed Linwood. You were just adopted by the game, it seemed like. I mean, yeah. you know, my father was a hell of a nigga. A lot of these niggas, like, yeah. like the Terry, even even then, even then, like, when I was at them gambling shacks, them old niggas like Terry Carter and them, they knew my dad. You feel what I'm saying? They didn't let me gamble, right. but they knew who my daddy was. He was older than them. You feel me? So just some L.A. shit. My daddy was a West uh, L.A. nigga, too, so... You know, I don't know if I adopted by the game, but I, 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 I mean, I hear people talk about it. A lot of niggas be like, "We want you to talk, G." I'm like, 
you know, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to all of this stuff. Really. You feel me? Right, right. <laughs> it's a lot to all of it. I used to say I raised a lot of dudes, but they had life in prison. So I didn't raise. I didn't yeah. do a good job. You feel what I'm saying? It's not that they was mm. in jail because of me, but, you know, some of their good times was because, you know, they remember that. But, you know, you know. Yeah, I, I'm a kind of but, dude but, that that uh, I ain't know what all that rah rah. You feel me? Yeah, I'm gonna kind of do it if I did yeah. some holler at me. I might didn't mean to do it. We can kind of fix right. that. Right. Hey, I just again, man, I respect the penmanship because the same shit you're talking right now is just how it comes out, you know, in those songs, and and you could uh, you know, you can visualize it. You know, you you give them the game on there, and and, and just a lot of people don't do that. So it's just like tracks, like like even say uh, what I just played, man. I was just mad that didn't come together. That uh, first generation, man. That man. you guys had some records on that, man. That shit was gonna yeah, be cold. I was just, you know, oh my god. Yeah, man, you man. know why I think that didn't come together? We had time, but all those tracks you stood out on. Go ahead. We had we had records on that. Me and Chill thought man. of that group one night. We were sitting on the balcony at his studio. And mm. I still say the record didn't do what it was supposed to because we switched and turned it into some, we turned it into some, uh, it didn't be, it, it, it started out fun, it was still fun, but we turned it into like a project. Some gangster shit. Me and Chill had our oh, own okay. vision about that shit. We wanted certain people to rap certain much, you know, J.O. Felony is, is a is a rapper that can stand out more than some. You feel me? We might only need yeah. so much of this. I wanted to really produce it, and Sir Jinx is one of the best producers in the game to me. Yeah, Sir Jinx, I feel he's underrated and he don't get his credit. You know, but yeah. uh, I like the way that he take a record and how he mix a record, put the whole album on beat, and so I felt like if I got those elements and I got Jinx. You feel me? I can, and if you, you know, I can make what I wanted to sound like. You feel what I'm saying? Because like mm-hmm. when, when when corrupt came in on Snoop back in the days, tell him your mother. He only said one one sentence, and it was hard because right. it was right on time. You feel what I'm saying? So right. I hate it didn't come through. too. all of us was going to jail then. Me, J.O., Chill, everybody <laughs> was going there now. But I think it didn't come together because we lost focus of what we tried to. Yeah. It just got mixed up what we wanted to do. Me and Chill always talk about it because it was me and him that that Man. start, you know, that wanted to put it together. We just that shit it. was cold, bro. That shit was cold though, bro. I mean, I I just mm-hmm. was like that shit right there, man. Um, yeah, that was out of there right there, man. Um, first generation. Um, uh, who else I wanted to ask you about? Oh, go ahead. We didn't have okay. a name for the group. Me and Chill, we weren't even gonna name the group. So it started going to, like, first generation. I was almost didn't want that because it put our age on there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We wasn't the first generation. We couldn't have been. Racing, yeah, was exactly. yeah, yeah. Right, You know right. what I'm saying? So, I mean, it was, it was good, you know, but I'm just saying, come on, man, I like this. You feel me? I like, you know, I don't know. I mean, like, me and CJ Mack and Dub C, we talking about doing a monster group, just us three. You feel me? So uh, CJ mm-hmm. ran it by me uh, uh, a couple weeks ago. I just okay. want another punch, though. We got to show them more than that, more than we rappers. Like, I mean, I've never said I was a rapper. I'm a game spitter. I just hustled my way into the movies and into the rap. 
And yeah, that, that's why that's a cold CJ Max pretty much the same way. So that would be just a whole lot of game, you know? Yeah, yeah. CJ, we, we've been friends for a long time. That's what's up. Hey, um, how did the thing with you and um, uh, Max? I know you probably been asked this a thousand times, but just going back over the history, when you kind of really people heard you for real when you got with Mac Ten and um, well, you did some stuff with Cube as well, but I guess with the Mac Ten you got to deal the group and really, really put out there. You know, um, how did that come well, together? And how was that brief time for you? It was like everything happened. Uh, it kind of happened. Uh, damn, I need to uh, I'm gonna call me back. Uh, it kind of. I went out when when Mac Ten was down with DJ Pooh. Um, mm-hmm. as, as as well, all of us were. And, um, right. And so, well, I left DJ Pooh them camp because I went to prison. And when I came out. I had no, I had, I wasn't going to be down no more. I didn't like something that went, oh, that happened, right? About with the song it, issue and stuff, I heard about that. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So, uh, uh, it wasn't no beef, but I was like, I was focused, man. I was like, you feel me? I was young. Uh, I wasn't a jail nigga. I sat up in that motherfucker and said, I do not need as much money as I thought I needed if I got to do crime. I, I'm rapping, you feel me? I was on King P's album. I was on somebody's album cover or something. You know, I was, I was, I was beginning to be a celebrity, and uh, right. And 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 I was like, man, I'm gonna do it independently. Uh, so I had left a drum machine with Sway, the dude that did a lot of uh, Threats records. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I came home, he had all these beats for me. And he said he wasn't messing with Poonam no more either. And uh, so we was doing the independent stuff. And Mac Penn was that was was with Poonam when I first came home. He was mm-hmm. with them. But I guess something mm-hmm. happened where he wasn't fucking with them no more, and he went with Q. So he got that situation. For life was born and all that. We used to talk. Oh, so he was with Poo, he was with Poo before Q. Yeah, he was with Poo too. They called. Yeah, he was with Poo he before Q. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. okay. uh, everybody was. And so, um, okay. And so, um, when for stuff was born, me and Mac could chop it up because you know, game recognized game, you know. Uh, and so, uh, he used to always tell Marv, man, that nigga gangsta is hard because Marv was like my play brother. Marv knew me as a kid, and he was managing Mac mm-hmm. at the time, and Mac used to always say that. And so. I was doing some independent shit with some dudes out of Inglewood, and that shit kind of, I mean, it was, uh, it ended up into a nightmare, a personal nightmare for me, uh, mm. that I probably have to sit down and all of that shit. I'm talking about duct tape, pistols, head busters, all kind of shit. So I couldn't rap. Yeah. I had nowhere to rap no more. You see what I'm saying? So I right. was back in the street. And uh, Max Ten had called me because we was all we would always be chopping it up. We would exchange verses on phones. Like if he had some hot, you know, you have some, you you know, as as a as a nigga that's spitting, 
if you say something that's dope, you want to say it to a, a nigga that can spit too. You feel what I'm saying? That's how you right. get how you can rate it, really. So better. Yeah. Was called, he, I remember him calling me, and man, I was knee deep in the south, man. I was knee deep in the south, man, in the streets again, right on parole. And uh, he was mm. like, man, what did you do? I said, man, I'm in a two hotel town, nigga, coming through this money. Mm. What's happening? You feel me? And uh, he was like, oh, man. I was telling him, you know, because I wanted to let a nigga know I got something going. You feel me? That's where my mindset mm-hmm. was. Like, nigga, you want a part of this? You feel me? This, a, this nigga, I, what I got to offer, I'm letting the nigga in. And, and in return, I wanted to be in, too. And he was like, nah, man, mm-hmm. that's cool. I hear you. Man, I don't want you to go back to jail, man. I, I got you a deal. I'm like, yeah? I never had, you know, a deal was like the biggest thing in the world to a nigga. You feel me? All I knew right, about a right. deal was King Key and, and MC Hammer at Capitol. And I used to see all the money Hammer used to get from the, you know, I used to, if I had a deal, I would get so much cash. So uh, I'm like, yeah. I was like, what kind of deal? He said, yeah, it's a group, though. I said, it's a group? I ain't had no motherfucking group. You feel me? He hmm. said, uh, Thinking about K Mac, man. He was like, you know, K Mac been riding with me for the longest, and I told him I was gonna get him a deal too. So at the time, I didn't know he was really killing two birds with one stone. He knew I was tight, but he had right. to get K Mac situation because K Mac was staying shitty with him, right? So yeah. I'm like, I hadn't had heard K Mac rap. Like I ain't heard him spit. He was like, man, he cool. Some niggas say he choppy. But me, you know, nigga, me and you can make anybody whatever, and I felt like that. You feel me? I felt. But I how can you just make? Better. How can you just start a group though with a nigga you ain't really got out with though? Wow. Yeah, exactly. But see, at the time, I'm thinking deal, right? And I'm like, right, 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 nigga, right. We started the name of the group on the right then on the phone. He was like. He was like the name of the group because I was from neighborhood. K Mac was from neighborhood in L.A. Though he was like right. the hoodsters. I was like I didn't want that, and so I'm like the comrades because you know you get a letter from prison. It's like my comrade, you know what I mean? And that's what me and K Mac was. We were comrades of some sort because we was homies, you know what I mean? We just wasn't from the same area. Right. So, um, so. But you knew K Mac. Like, you just hadn't heard him rap before though. I hadn't heard him rap. I knew K Mac because he had a. I met K Mac because I had that. I had bought that Rag sixty three Chevy that was in C J Mac first video. I had bought that okay. car and K Mac was there in the hard top four, and so mm. we, we we bonded together because the video was shot in Bloodhood and we was the only Crips in the in the room and we was like, I mean, it was just some slick shit we was doing, so. That's what the first right. time we met it versus us seeing each other through uh you know, on on, on the street scene or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. so I was just asking Mac what was up with the schematics and shit because I didn't even have a I didn't have a bank account. I barely had a driver's license, you feel me? He said mm-hmm. the deal gonna be right. worth about two hundred thousand or hundred and fifty thousand. Uh, I'm gonna give y'all twenty thousand a piece or something. Y'all can do the record, and then whatever y'all don't use, y'all can get that. You feel what I'm saying or whatever. So I'm like, damn. I'm looking at this forty thousand on the bed. 
and I'm thinking of that twenty thousand. <laughs> I'm thinking about that motherfucking bus bed I just got off of about eight months ago. And I said, hey. <laughs> no, because that's what I was gonna ask you too. I was going to ask you, too, so that definitely obviously wasn't enough for you to stop doing what you I was going to ask, when you got the deal, did that was able to slow you down? Were you able to get into more of the rap, or were you still in the streets? Obviously, that wasn't enough money to uh, stop you from I, doing I, what you I, was doing. I, I wasn't in the streets at first, you feel me? Because Mac used to say that. Mac used to say that, like, man, you can't, can't go back in the streets or whatever. So it was all, like, big homie shit, you feel me? But really, right. I probably had experienced more stuff than Mac. But you know, it was like you know, sometimes I, I you know, sometimes you know, I don't know. The wolf come in sheep's clothing sometimes. Cause I feel a certain mm. way about the skill today. You feel me? Yeah. Because to be honest with you, Dane Webb, he used to write for rap pages, and he had my CD on Cube's death, and Cube mm. wanted to fuck. Him. So what would the game have been if Gangsta was a solo artist out here at the same time? Yeah. Yeah. You would have had the same action Mac-10 had because you would have had it. Feel me? So, you know, yeah. so, uh, but I remember when Cube, didn't, Cube passed on me because he said that I was Max artist before it even had took place. You feel me? So mm-hmm. I'm I'm I stayed down with what Mac was talking about because what nobody giving a nigga nothing in hip hop. We was all down with Pooh and we couldn't get on we couldn't get on. So here was yeah. Mac on and he was and he was opening a door for a nigga to get on. And Marv Marvin Watkins too. Marvin Watkins kind of has something to do with that as well. Rest in peace, Marv. But uh, uh, so I just was like, I'm going for it. You know what I mean? A deal. You feel me? So we start working on the record. Then I remember the first time I heard K Mac rap because mm-hmm. I, I I had a I had a record called Want It before all of that, an independent record called Want It. That I yeah, was that shit was hard. I got some more here. I was gonna play from that. That album was hard. Yeah. Yeah, that was my first record. Uh, if you really listen to that record and then listen to some niggas' records that came out after it, you'll know where they was influenced by. Hmm. You know, because, see, I was okay. the new nigga in the camp. So Squeak Roo and all them niggas was really trying to fill me out and see what kind of nigga I was. You feel mm-hmm. me? So Squeak knew about the mixtape because Squeak is a nigga that, that searched for, you know, niggas that rap. But they was blood. Right. So it was, uh, you feel me, I was the new nigga in the camp. And, uh, you know, it was... It was odd at first, but everybody was goofy. It turned out we the family was cool. It's just you know, sometimes you handle and it. And CJ so, was over know. there. CJ was over there he too, said, wasn't he? Was y'all there at the same time? Yeah. You and CJ? Yeah, he came okay. after we. Had, he, he came later on. Mm. It was. It could have been a powerhouse situation. But it seems. I mean, I've seen. I've, I've heard that same story though with everybody at the end. Like it was cool. Mac was cool, but. Everybody seems a little bit un- uneasy. It ain't all the way like fuck, fuck you, but it's like everybody seems a little bit uneasy about, I guess, how everything went down, you know. Um, and that's, you know, unfortunate, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't really know what uh, I have. So, you know, I do that one on, I got that, 
my little show one on one with G and I interview a yeah. couple people and I talk you know, I I talk to Squeak, you know, about certain shit and I don't know what everybody else I don't think we all got the same I mean it might be the same, but me personally I was probably let down because I was in the streets, and I thought I was going to be able to be out of the streets from this. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like it's a it's a difference when you pour your life into them bars and then have to go back right, and do right. that shit. You feel what I'm right. saying? So I'm like, I'd be like, damn, niggas forgot, you know. But then you got to look at the where where it was. I had already I had already owned houses. I had already owned Rolexes before the rap shit. You feel what I'm saying? So. Mm. So, so I couldn't expect those people that got that shit. Ask, you know what I mean? That didn't get it how I get it. Yeah. Didn't know how to handle, handle my situation. So even though you right. know you spent enough money to go for everybody, it was some like some bullshit situations. You feel what I'm saying? Like it was some bullshit situations. Like me and Mac is all right. I mean we all right. We don't call each other on the phone and all of that. But we probably just different, you know. Um, yeah. I know. I know when I had enough. You feel me? Uh, and um, I probably wasn't the easiest person to get along with because I'm on the verge of leaving. I ain't finna ask no nigga for shit. You feel me? You might. We might mm-hmm. be in a motherfucking project in Detroit, and I'm in the. I'm. I'm. I mean, we might be in Detroit. And I'm in the project with my cousins or something. Fuck it. You feel right. me? Uh, but it just. It, it just was. I don't know. It seems selfish. Some of it was kind of selfish. You feel me? But I was. I was around Puff Daddy one time in the lot, and they had did a song and. Puff Daddy said, the song is cool. Just tell me which one of them verses is going to be mine. And he walked out the room mm. because it's mm. his show. Mm. You feel me? Wow. Yes, it's his life. You mm. know, so I I didn't come but, from but, that. Come but, from but, that. The homie is the homie. So we fucked with each other. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? We like, if, yeah, if his yeah. was bigger than mine, he worked out of mine to his got up. Or vice versa. So I, I don't know. But, 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 but I do you think? That, look, check this. This is what I was gonna say. Do you think it's just not only you know, the late certain, but just this whole rap game, the whole industry. Period. It it it, it makes you know these things. I mean, if you look at everybody, even just named the Locks Bad Boy, everybody on Bad Boy, you see up to Black Rob, how he's looking. You know, everything is just. With every label, every home, whatever, even Mac, you know, fell out with Cube or whatever. I mean, everybody is just like you think it's just this this industry and this rap game period that that turns shit like that when it should be better, especially among homies yeah, or, or, or I mean, black business you know, and black it, labels and whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's 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 a it's a lot of selfishness with it. Um, me and my homegirl from Rock Nation was talking. She was like, she told me she had to take a a a, 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 a wage cut, and she said, but her mm. boss spent forty thousand on a on a on a, a beach house for for a week. <laughs> you feel me? So mm. you know, you said for a week. You wow. Try, 
you got to find your lane, I guess. You know, everybody do be mad at the CEO. You know, you know they be disappointed. But we, we the comrades had some shit like uh, Rap City wanted to interview us, but the label mm-hmm. didn't pay a thousand dollars. You feel me? We mm-hmm. had shit like Scotty Brothers gave us ten thousand dollars because we was broke. So half a ten is five and five, but we got four and four because. Somebody else wanted to to buy some toilets for their house. Hmm. You feel me? That broke me to shit yeah. to me. You feel me? Like, nigga, what? Ah, nigga. You know, so my my thing is, uh, I had did a, uh, you know, my whole thing was the thug niggas. I just left out the thug niggas. I didn't like my pay in thug niggas. I was out. Like, right. I ain't even feeling mad. Like, all right, man. You feel me? That's why niggas. I, I can't. I can I gotta go. I'm, I yeah, and I mean, chance. soon after so, the whole, everybody seemed like they left. The whole kind of thing kind of fell apart. It soon went after. under though. It was over. It went under. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I remember. I mean, you know, I got a whole lot of hip hop. I had Russell Simmons in the backseat of my Mercedes, so so I ain't even tripping off of all of that. Like, but. Like, the recipe, I, I kind of felt like on the recipe, we should have all kind of, like, wrapped with some of the people that were moving units to kind of, like, attach to their fan base, but we didn't get to wrap it with each other. Right. You know? So, mm. as a business, I felt like, I don't know. It is what it is, I guess, man. Um <laughs> It is what it is, man. Um, but you, you nonetheless made some, you know, memorable moments. You know, uh, comrades definitely went down in history. You know what I mean? I'm sure whether you want to be or not, you know, you'll be attached to that. You know, they'll say gangster from the comrades or, you know, know you from the comrades. So, you know, um, that's that's some good that came out of it. Um, and you just made some, some, some dope stuff and you niggas, did your own thing. Yeah, yeah, if you listen to thug niggas, Thug niggas, that was my outro. Mm. When I did thug niggas, that was my outro. Actually, when you said I was doing my own thing, thug niggas was supposed to be on my on my uh, on my own thing record, but I put it on the Comrades record as the last song. Oh. I mean, you know, that's the last song we done that featured Mac on it. Right. Mm. But I was mm, that was it. Fuck on I didn't think nobody could see me rapping. Then I was ready for me. Mm. Hey Queen. Yes, I'm, I'm getting the history. Oh, okay, I didn't know. That. I, you know, yeah, I, okay, I, I haven't heard you know, so please, much. Please. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 because no, I thought she may want to ask you something. When you mentioned P. Diddy, I was like, God, you know, it's always something with that dude. But um, <laughs> man, I got a story with I got a story with <laughs> P. Diddy, man. We was in the studio. I was in the studio with Mark with, with Marvin Watkins, uh, Ice Cube, and Puff Daddy came to the studio. Right, he was in the studio mm-hmm. working, and uh, man, that nigga came in our session. And that nigga was dancing, 
like he was on Soul Train. I'm talking about <laughs> full-fledged dancing, spinning around, damn near doing the splits. I'm there. Wow. I'm just looking at it. I don't know. You know, I'm not laughing or nothing, but he's dancing like a sweat, and then he'd go out the door. And he'd come back in the door wow. with a different hat, different glasses, different shirt, different shoes, mm. different whole everything, and dance, 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 <laughs> dance, dance, right? <laughs> so I'm like, what's wrong with this kid? <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I can wow. that's you probably that. how he is who he is. That's probably how I, right. mean, I think I'm going to start dancing like that, nigga. No, nah, don't do it, gangster. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm telling you, he was in that motherfucker moving like a, he was moonwalking and everything. <laughs> hey, gangster, what wow. was your connection with uh, Badass? Oh, my God. Rest in peace. I'm to glad you asked well. me that. Rest in peace. I'm so glad you asked me that. I never would have thought nobody. That's a queen. That's why I called her, dog. That queen. Man, let me tell you something. I was a new producer. I learned how to produce on the Comrades album. Marv signed Badass, who I keep mentioning. Marvin Watkins, rest in peace. Marv Mm -hmm. signed Badass, right? Man, I had my drum machine, all my sample CDs. You feel me? I was trying to produce. In between the records, Badass was the first person that ever took my beats. He came in there with his budget and just started grabbing beats. It was like, you feel what I'm saying? It was He was tailor-making them. Like, you feel what I'm saying? He had a budget, and I was getting paid. I was ready to get a motherfucker away. I just wanted to get in. Badass was the first right. nigga that did that. You feel me? The first nigga that believed me in my beats. And then as a human being, he was just a dope-ass human being that loved hip-hop. Tupac loved him. You know, uh, mm-hmm. anytime you talk to him, it was still about not putting it down for hip-hop. He would be doing it right now if he was alive, you know. He was he was, he was was from Long Beach, but he was a, he was, mm-hmm. he was an MC. He was a good, yeah. he was a good kid, man. I love that nigga badass. He was always in yeah, yeah. unique, unique dude because cause it was like every time you seen him, you got the same person. You feel right. me? If you look at him in Chicken and Water movie, that's just one scene when he was on the plane and Mac-10 said something to him and he said, I'm badass from Long Beach. That was him. <laughs> he wasn't badass right. from 20s or insane. He was badass from right, Long, right, Beach. Long Beach. From Long Beach. With yeah. a backpack on, yeah. full of motherfucking raps, man. I'm telling you. I, I'm glad you asked me about that, Queen. Shout out to my nigga Badass, man. For real. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace to Badass. Shout out to Badass. Too soon. Hey, hey. Mm. Let me interject, Queen, right quick. Since you're speaking on uh, Badass, rest in peace. Another Long Beach cat who I used to love, too, man. I think he had a lot of talent, but uh, fortunately, you know, he's gone now, locked up. I think he got an L, I'm not sure, but Lil Style. Did you have any uh, interactions or relationships with Lil C-Style? Damn, what, I had an interaction with Lil C-Style and Big, Big C-Style. Uh, Lil C-Style got life. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I, yeah, you've been going like, like, like 15, 15 now. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's like 2000, 2005, 2006, about 2005. Now, nah, I didn't have man, no gone. interaction with them like that. That was my 59 Chevy in their video, though. In that Bestie Wearing okay. My Crew video. That 59 Yeah, rag, yeah, that yeah up at the car. end. Yeah, yeah, that was hard. Yeah, that was my car. Yeah. And pulled up on the lawn right there. Yeah, that was my 59 Rag. Yeah. Wow. That's right. Yeah, that was my, I had the St. Eyes photo too. You remember the St. Eyes photo? The photo that, yeah. that St. Eyes had that was on all the yeah. commercials? That was my car too. I stole in that car. Wow. They were wow. so dope. The motherfucking owners of St. Eyes were so dope. Let me tell you what they did. I, I sold in that car. And then they paid us $300 a month to keep it. They didn't want the motherfucker. They just wanted it for whatever we wanted it for. Right. That's how that's how big advertising dollars were. Mm. Yeah, St. Oz was giving out a lot of money, man, to niggas, man. That's why, you know, I didn't really like St. Oz, but they, they were really, like, they were really doing it, man, with the rappers and everybody out there. I mean, as far as the promotion and the you know, because rappers wasn't doing that before, you know? Yeah, you're right. Shout out to St. Eyes for that. Yeah. Shout out to St. Eyes. Go ahead, Queen. No, I didn't mean to. I just wanted to ask him that, Queen. I know you probably had some more questions. No, it's I just, I do. Mm-hmm. I have uh, another one. Was there anyone that influenced you to want to become an MC, or did you just influence yourself? Uh, nah, I mean, I'm influenced by good records. I mean, I'm influenced by good rhymes, you know. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ice Cube will be one of my influencers uh, because he's smart. You feel mm-hmm. me? Uh, it didn't take him. Right. To be in the streets as much as it took us to be him, right? You know, uh, you know, I, I most definitely I always say Cube was one of the people. I say Master P was Master P and E Forty is definitely some of the realest niggas to me, and I, I ain't had a lot of dealings with them, but it don't take that many dealings to recognize a real nigga, and uh, right. right. When I when I when I met Master P, like right now, if I find Master P right now, we're gonna do some business because if he know this shit I got going on, he's fucking with me. Just on, I know he is. Uh, right. But I met Master P because he was signed a priority and we was in and out of them offices of priority, and he kept it so solid at everything he did. You feel me? He was like the nigga that. You know, today you your sack was this big, but if you take a loss and you got to start over, that's what you got to do. Let's get this out the way. And E-40 was a real nigga, too, because he didn't run away from the niggas that everybody ran away from. You feel me? I had some mm. niggas that had been in the studio, and they supposed to be gangster rappers, and they, they heard I was outside. They was asking what I was doing then. Like I was gonna do something to them, and my car cost a hundred thousand, and they ain't got shit up in this motherfucker. You feel me? But forty mm. will approach the biggest nigga and say, "What's up, where?" 
because he's from that soil where you know what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, my old partner, my old partner used to say, man, if you go somewhere and a real nigga see you and you out of bounds, he ain't gonna do you. One of these young niggas will do you that's trying to get a name. A nigga with a name ain't gonna do. You. And so mm-hmm. that's just the real nigga. The real nigga gonna approach you. you. Don't have to be no static. He ain't scared just because you're looking gruesome. Uh, for you. So, all of the people influenced me with good records, you know. Uh, Easy E influenced me. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, you know, I knew him, but just his success, just how he did it. He was really from Compton. He was really at the State yeah. Depot. You feel me? He really had the biggest group. He was a part of it. <laughs> He used to be a skate people, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a pun. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think a lot of uh, people were threatened by ECE. It was just, um, he was a threat to some people. But he was a good MC as well. You know, when you were saying that Ice Cube was uh, smart, Ice Cube is smart, business savvy on all levels. Uh, and putting his son and having his son, he, he taught his son a whole lot about the industry. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he always been straight with me. You feel me? I never had any bad experiences dealing with Q. He made my kids Christmas Gucci a few times on, you know, on just yeah. doing business with them. You feel what I'm saying? Like any time, I, I remember it was a time that I did a track for Cube on uh, I think that War and Peace record, one of those records, mm-hmm. and uh, they asked me what did I want. You feel me? I was just happy to do it for Cube. I'm like, man, whatever, man, double thousand. He sent me a check for ten thousand. I'm like, shit. Mm. You feel me? And mm. then uh, right. So with that being said, then why would somebody else say, yeah, I told him to look out for you? Man, shut the fuck up. You ain't told nobody to look out for nothing. You know, niggas always want to take the fucking credit for another nigga. You feel me? You can't get that away with me. That's my, you know, I don't make that shit You know, but. Oh, man. Somebody always want to take the credit, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, so it made, it, it made, me, it made me not like hip-hop. You, you, these right. verses and all of that, like what you said about my verses and shit, is why I do it. I can't say I do it for right. money because I have more money on other on other platforms. Hell, my trucking right. company gives me some money every month, but uh, it I hated hip hop because it let me down. You feel me? I hated yeah. hip hop until a couple years ago again. Like you feel me? It let me down. You get people judging you. I seen Poppy O Q said something the other day. He said, Motherfucker say, You still rapping? He said, Yeah, nigga, I'm still rapping. You still sending them boxes, going to talk to the Mexicans. You still going to work, ain't you? <laughs> you feel me? And I thought that was dope. You feel me? Like, you know, people always what? think that they have the reason why you didn't make it, you feel me, or or why it didn't go over, you know, it's it, it can be still in process. Yeah. Yeah, but this time when I went to, no, nah, I, I hate to say that, but maybe it is. I've been to jail twice, but 
This time when I went to jail, uh, I hated hip hop, but I used hip hop. I needed hip hop. Mm. I needed hip hop this time. Uh, you know, how, I was. I got convicted. Go. No, I was gonna say, how did you feel when um things kind of take a turn for hip hop as far as like digitally and when the computer, you know, all of this shit that happened in the, in the late in the two thousands, when everything changed the label, you know, you could do it more independently, like how the youngsters doing it now, pretty much where it's at now, and just the the change and how did you adapt to that, and how did you like it, opposed to the other well, shit with all the labels and all the middlemen. It, it, it fucked me up a little bit because I put penitentiary chances out independently. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Right before that, right before the MySpace, right before the Instagram, right before the digital videos. I was pay, I paid twenty three thousand for two videos. A video with me and two short. Mm-hmm. A video for me with me and Dub C. Uh, right. If if the times was bit like right now. I can put that record out now. People telling me to put it out. I just shot a video for one of them old songs, but um, I was a little too before. That, but you know, I should. I was a little bit before that. So when it took a turn, all digital, I got on it late. You feel me? It was like I started right. my independent shit again once I left Who Banging, but I did it and I felt like I needed a group. Like I felt like it was just gangster. I was on tour by myself. I felt like Ice Cube had the lynch mob. I felt like Snoop Dogg had the dog pound. I said, I got to have gangster and someone else. I can't try to knock this building down myself. So when I had penitentiary chances floating and I was on tour myself and spending money and coming back, I start, uh, I put together, I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to put together me a group. You feel me? To, so it would be gangster and somebody like Snoop them was. And I start putting together the group, the Sweat Hogs. And uh, the digital part of the game kicked me out of being a producer. You mm-hmm. feel me? I didn't. I didn't adapt well. I was a <laughs> right, I was a right, motherfucking right. A dat B eighty eight type of nigga, MPC, and all of that. Right, so right. It's just like. I didn't have time to put in to learn that shit. You feel me? I'm like, man, I, I had a studio in Gardena. Uh, oh, man, it's a long story, man. It was crazy, man, because, oh, man, <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to say something about that because I definitely don't want no repercussions for them light bills. But uh, I had a oh, studio man. in Gardena and when the digital <laughs> shit came, it was kind of like, man, the studio had got shut down, and it was like, I didn't even cross over at first. Like, right now, I'm in my studio right now. I know how to work this shit. This shit is, this shit is crazy. It's so easy. You feel right. me? It's crazy. It's so easy. It's like, I ain't, them, I got some new raps of the shit, and I ain't even ever wrote the motherfuckers down. So, so I so, think so. So, I, what? I, so I'm taking it you like this, 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 this transformation of the game. Yeah, because it's not going back. 
I mean, you pull up in a 1985 Rolls Royce, man, you ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> it ain't coming back. That's just gone. <laughs> that's, that's a hell of a oh, comparison. <laughs> that's just gone, man. You better go on and it could get, be a collector. Hey, it could be a collector's, though, a classic. It could be a collector's, though. <laughs> that one ain't old enough yet. You got to hold on to it about 30 more years. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Hey, so, uh, Gangster, catch them up to what's been going on now. I know the last couple of years you've been doing a lot of stuff. Uh, the project you're working on, you put out, like, a gang of videos for every song. I know you got the label. Uh, catch everybody up on what's going on right now. All right, man, Heat Rock Entertainment is still my record company. It's my entertainment company. Uh, like, I got uh, I got so many records. I got records with Roddy Rich. I got records with Static Major. Uh, I got records with Cube, Dub, uh, Glasses Malone, Daz. That's that side of it. And I probably have forgot a few more Um artists that I got records with, but I also got records with dudes like Day One, uh, a dude from about mm, a Compton okay. I met in Southdad. I got a records with a dude named Bishop J. He's from Pasadena, but he lives in Vegas. Another kid named Pete. I, you know, the records with the up-and-coming dudes, if you, they, I always put more time in it, though. They be more of my favorite right. records. That's what I'm separating the things that I got. Uh, I just, uh, I didn't want to say, okay, I'm going to put a record out and do a video and stand in front of the camera and wave my Rolex and all of that. I didn't want to do that. I'm like, that's some kid shit. So mm. I made, the way that I'm, the way that I'm dropping my records is, like I just dropped the the, the the thing on me video. It's really a movie right. called Nieces Nephews. I was able to put three of my songs in there in that six minute, seven minute mini movie. Uh, a lot of times when we be in the spot, we be playing the video game and listening to the music, or we be watching TV and listening to the music. It's just what we do, and so I'm just trying mm-hmm. to get the let the people watch the mini-movie and hear the music as they watch us, all the, the rappers as actors and the actors as rappers. I'm just trying to introduce a different way to entertain, just a little twist to give you more for your buck. Uh, I got a record called Featuring Gangster, where I got all of those people on there, but I'm just saying it's Featuring Gangster because, you know, I got Dub on there on song, and I'm just dropping records. Right now I was going through DistroKid. Somebody else trying to get me to go through somebody else. But I'm just putting records on all of the platforms so when I get that rush of of the marketing and the promotion bucks, I'm going to get them to love me first. I can put a Roddy Rich Rich record out right now, but I don't think they love me yet. They don't know where I'm at. You feel me? Heat Rock TV is my YouTube page, but I ain't got enough out there yet. When they love me, I'm going to give it all to them. The movies, too. I got a movie, That's too. Right. I got some movie shit, too. So I'm just staying busy, bro. I'm doing it all. That's right. That's right. 
That's right. I just, I just and, and you know, shit been shut down. How, how was the? How did you get through this pandemic thing and all that this past year when it was really kind of bad? Pandemic, I said I was in the house just on some dealing with an underlying health issue, and all they had to say to me is that if you had an underlying health issue, I was I was already in the house, yeah. so I had um, my studio was downtown. And so, but my, mm-hmm. my, my doctor's appointments and shit was in Glendora. And I, I had a mm-hmm. house in Glendora. So I just bought the studio to Glendora and just, uh, niggas was just sending me beats and shit. And I just thought, man, I just, I could sing you a song every day for the next six months. I just started recording mm-hmm. myself and sending it to my boy Dutch to mix it. He sent it back to me. I, my problem right. is getting people to do the artwork. Well, I'm, I only work with one dude to do my artwork or two dudes, so I just only go with them. So I tell them, man, give me an artwork for this so I can just upload this new record. You feel me? Uh, I got the record. And, and, and they good records. You feel me? Me and Dad got a dope-ass record called The Jungle. I'm going to shoot that video. But uh, I couldn't okay. shoot it because he was dealing with mom's illness. He was living yeah, in Mississippi. Yeah. And, and so, uh, yeah. but I'm going to reach out to him again now. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, so, uh, we got the dads. Any more collaborations we can look we can look forward to that you're doing, or we just look forward to the new artists you got working with? You're working with? Uh, uh, shit, I did a record with, with Chill and Sebo. Um, okay. Um, I said Glasses Malone. Me and Glasses Malone got two two fucking sick records. Uh, Jay Bus, you heard the little young, the young youngster Jay Bus. I got a oh, I got records yeah. with Fly Hitter too. My little homie Fly Hitter, Steve. You know he doing his shit. You know he's starting to get a real nice buzz right now. And uh, I started off. He was the first young nigga that I did a record with, Hood Store, maybe like 13 mm-hmm. years ago. He went to prison for about 10 years and came back with a six-pack. And so now he's mm-hmm. uh, he, he, he kind of doing his shit. So uh, we got a couple records called A Round Table and uh, Must Have Been Like Get Now. I got a video with him, actually, that I'm finna release soon as T-Dot edit the motherfucker. Uh, it's some shit. It's some extra out shit too. It's some extra out shit. You gotta check that out. Okay. Okay. So uh, and so yeah, tell them about the YouTube page too, so they can go to that and see all the videos you got out there too. What's that YouTube? H e a t r o c c t v. Heat Rock TV. Check all the videos out. He got a gang of shit over there. Um, that he's doing, man. Um, and then I like how you mix with the youngsters too, man. That's like uh, uh, damn, what's the name of that one? You got one with the youngster. I just like how you mix. Uh, I think the water. Oh uh, yeah, with my boy uh, Brandon Marquis. Hey, you know yeah. that was a crazy. Hey, he hard. He a young nigga about a limb wood. He actually, we actually from two different sides. Uh, he from the mm-hmm. cross Atlantic side, but like. It is one thing when I fuck with the youngsters, it'd be like a safe haven. You feel me? I get them in the studio. I had Crips in there with Bloods and vice versa. 
and nigga, this is the studio, nigga. You feel me? And they and they right. let me be right. uncle. They don't be tripping or whatever. But like water, uh, his uncle was from my hood. Uh, his uncle was my big homie. He got life in prison, and uh, he had reached out to me and said his nephew rap, and I talked to him, and he said he had the studio time, and, you know, he was a young nigga, and he let me hear his shit, and I'm like, okay. So I walked in the studio, and he was in there with, uh, you know, a few of his guys, you know. It wasn't mm-hmm. really like, you know, they they was looking at me like I was an old man. And then I, <laughs> he played right. the record for me, and uh, I was like, let me fuck with it. And I walked in the vocal booth, and I and I said what I said on there, and I came out, and all of them was my friends. So I like how the reaction be like I don't look like this because I can't help you. You feel me? <laughs> that shit was crazy. That's right. Fuck, this that nigga right. was like, oh gee, what's up? I was like, that nigga. Same thing I was up when I walked in here, motherfucker. <laughs> Hey, hold on, man. Since he said that, let, let me let me do this right quick, gangster man. Let me do this. Oh, we gonna come right back after this. Spending my keys, yeah. You ain't know that I'm high. You ain't know I got the burner with me hugging the block. You ain't know I'm out here busting niggas running in my. I do it. Nah, they ain't never had it like this. Put it in a mob and just to catch my drip. Fly as a mother, swag on a hundred. Ain't there another nigga out here built like this? Hold up. Tell a gangster homie, roll up. Sick with it, make them pussy ass niggas wanna throw up. Yeah, I tell my side chick to pull up. But she ain't trying to fuck the homies, I'ma tell her get the fuck out now. Cause I ain't nothing like your old man. He said a four nine to five, bitch, I'm trying to make a million. I'm about that change like a million. I go to sleep when I die, so I'ma grind up until then. I need money, I don't need friends. To me, they hate it, so you know it's that's the heater in a new Benz. I'm from the wood on the Murd Drive. Yeah, 12, 12, zero off the porch with the four five. Uncle still doing life Said he living through me until he get to see daylight So I'm a grind for the good life Yeah, flexing on them niggas need a towel Cause my swag too wet Trippin' like what? Trippin' like what? Cause my swag too wet Trippin' like what? Treat me like a Mexican Cause I got the ticket like a Mexican I get a check about a Texas ECW and Chris on Western Blessings out of city of refuge Little homies from the hood I call them my nephews We family but we ain't kin Try to run up but not hocking him Gotta get a check now, it's gonna be slow singing, that's time I put a check down We on some money shit, out of pocket, gun him quick Can't sleep at night from it, send a little homies in Older head with older bread, know my number You mad, you turned down another summer All these years consecutive, new car smell Westward with your bitch, nigga like Bartell Gucci flip-flop with views, by the water On hood and Linwood, I'm Sean Carter Cush color of a park, get served like a side out of cart Cuban links and foreigns is on the menu, bro. Crunch a stinker, hit a town with H2O. I get love like paid in full. Feed a lot of people, my swag's too wet. Trippin' like what? Trippin' like what? Cause my swag too wet. Trippin' like what? Straight flexin' on the neck. Cause my swag too wet. Trippin' like what? Trippin' like what? Cause my swag too wet. Trippin' like what? Like what? Like what? Cause my swag too big.
We the big boys, sonny. You can't play on this level. Uh-uh. Nothing is larger. I'll charge you. If you want it harder, make the big boys a part of the situation. And we'll light it up with no hesitation. No other straighter. Break your later. Two steps ahead of all the time wasters. Daily host chasers. No one can face us. Never will replace us. So just embrace us. I'm a big boy. Like Power 106. But the difference is, I can see my dick, we like pseudonyms. We don't look the same, but we mean the same. We both got games, so you little boys run when these big boys come. Big noise from these big toy guns. Making sure that our dicks have fun. You know a lot of bitches, but you can't trick fun. I'm like Superman. With super big though, you just irritate. Like Shaq's big toe, you just a nigga hate. So stay over there. Before I had to lay you down from way over here. See a lot of MCs say, damn, you mean. Treat them like a JV expansion team. You can't play on this level. We the big timers. I'll send your bitch ass back to the miners. You know things, Roger. I'm a charger. If you want it harder, make the big boys a harder. The situation. And we'll light it up with no hesitation. No other straighter. Break it later. Two steps ahead of all the time wasters. Daily host chasers. No one can face us. Never will replace us. So just well, let us. at the big boy spot. Jump out the car in the big boy shoes. With the big boy watching. All the big boys watching. Cause the hot girls clocking off the bottles that the big boys popping. Big heads on the knot. With Peg Sue in the sock. Got respect cause my bread from the block. I'm in the back booth with you. It's cracking like cashews. Bitches acting by my turf tattoos. They say hip hop rules. I hear whispers crack rules. But I'm steady trying to feel shack shoes. I got a big boy gut. Big boy swipe with big boy nuts. Smoking big boy nuts. B.I.G. in the front. Double pork on two foes, talking sharp to a few hoes, poppy chulo, ghetto nigga and cornrows, keep the spark on the dodo. Nothing Georgia, I'm a charger, if you want it harder, make the big boys a part of the situation, and we'll light it up with no hesitation, no other straighter. Black money ain't always crack money. I stack money, bitches act money. Don't act funny, hold this rap money. Cause black mama don't raise no black dummy. Just because I love chicken and watermelon, talk broken English and drug selling. I'm a thug bellin' with the grips and the blood jelling. Uh, how the fuck uh, you get the heat? Big heat with big feet on BXTs. Getting my cash, heating the stash. Coming prepared with one in the air. Doing with the Don Mega and Butch Cassidy. I got a big boy circle and big boy perch in the air in the cup. Yeah, we all on purple and a drink with you top of the ship. Smoking kind of pop to the death with you big boys. I'm a charger. If you want it harder, make the big boys a part of the situation. And we'll light it up with no hesitation. No other straighter. Break it later. Two steps ahead of all the time wasters. Daily host chasers. No one can face us. Never will replace us. So just embrace us. I'm a charger. If you want it harder, make the big boys a part of the situation. And we'll ride it up with no hesitation, no other straighter. Break it later, two steps ahead of all the time wasted. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Jigloo Show. Westside Wednesday with my special guest, Gangster. 
Hey, that's one of my favorites too, man, with you with Q right there, man. That was a classic. Man. It's classic. a story behind that it's a story behind that motherfucker too. That record right there. Where's Queen at? I gotta make sure Queen listening to this. That record right there. I'm listening. <laughs> I uh that was the single to when I gave when I after I left Hubank, right? Oh. Mm-hmm. I strategically, I thought I had it. I thought I had it, Queen. I went and did a video with Too Short that called Pimp Shit for some underground shit. And I did one with Dove C called Dove C and Cocaine called On Me for all underground shit because we had got a lot of views from thug niggas on YouTube. So I went that route because. BET and shit wasn't playing your shit. You had to spend a lot of money to get BET to even fuck with you. So I went the street route. But the single mm. was Big Boy's because Big Boy was the number one DJ in the world at the time. Mm. So how did, how did Big Boy cat- feel about Cube saying that line, though? Watch <laughs> this. Watch this shit. I, uh, I went and got uh, Butch Cassidy, right? You feel me? And right. he sung that. I said, we're going to call it Big Boy because Rashad Coles did that beat. He used to be down with Pooh them too. My boy Rashad Coles did that beat. I remember when he did it because Dub C wanted that beat. And I was I was there and I went in my pocket and cashed it out. And uh, right. I'm like, that's the sequel. And I'm going to put Cube on that motherfucker. And we're going to be Big Boy. And Big Boy is the number one DJ. And the whole rest of the world mm-hmm. gonna have to follow suit because they following Power 106. Right? Right. And this nigga Cube say that motherfucking <laughs> Oh, man. I didn't really even trip off of it when he did this shit, though, right? And so... You know, we already can't go to the beat with the record because it sounds like an anthem right. for a uh, big boy. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, is this <laughs> the more of that put me in the group shit? You feel me? I strategically <laughs> did it. I had Cube, the right song. But why would Cube even say that, though? Though, this in the homies. I mean, and it wasn't a diss, but. You know he was it taking some type. Well, why would Cube even say that? It was funny, but but you know, of course, he gonna feel some type of way though. Oh man, that shot me <laughs> in the foot with that motherfucker. I tried, and if you listen to it, I can try twenty thousand ways to clean it up, and it ain't so. I'm a big boy. What the difference is? I can see my. Oh man, what the fuck with the pseudonym? But see, on the flip side, Q put it in the movie, and it got me a hundred thousand. You feel right. me? So I'm like, <laughs> I strategically, I, I tried like a month. So right now, I'm just with nigga. I got more hard material than anybody in the country. Let's go. I can drop shit every day. Mm. You feel me? It's funny to me. I got it. I be, you know what I mean. I can, man. I, I'm like, yeah. I'm, my content, you know. I feel like some, it, it, sometimes it's the MC, sometimes it's the producer, sometimes it's the DJ, sometimes it's gonna be the nigga with all the content. You feel me? Right. And I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be right there with like, you feel me? 
I can go. I got young. I got young niggas that's ready too. You feel me? That I guide so they won't go through the shit that I've been through. You feel me? Some of them is hard headed, and I'm like, nigga, they gonna soak you up. They gonna eat you mm. up for all your little fly shit. Give you a few dollars, mm. and then they come back. I said, see what I said? I'm telling you, it's value. Your words are valuable. Yeah, yeah they are. They are. Wow. Um, that was the so, Big Boy Power 106 line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn. I don't know why you said I was like, damn. I was like, it's wow. So and now it's a video. Yeah. Look, somebody shot me a video. It's a video of that song on YouTube right now. And they took my fucking first verse off the motherfucker. And the motherfucker's on my uh-huh. record. It's my song. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But, see, one thing I can say, none of that shit is bite. I, I don't think it was done intentionally. It's just. I got to keep on hustling this shit. Yeah. I got to record right now. So, I know it's going to be all right. Well, yeah, I'm getting interviews yeah. and shit on your show, nigga. Yeah, it's all right. Hey, it's popping, man. This shit is classic. <laughs> right. You gave, up, you gave up some game, man, some classic stories, man. We I got, got it all tonight, so. Russell Simmons was in the backseat of my car one day, nigga. Russell Simmons. On Sunset, mm. he was in the backseat of a gangster from Linwood, Ben. Yeah. I told mm. DJ Russell I said, you remember we had, I, I, we had Russell Simmons in the backseat? And that nigga was laughing because it was me and DJ Pooh. Right. Mm. And that was classic, too. We, we was planning this song. Shout out to Pooh. Yeah, Pooh, Shout my out to boy. Pooh. Russ. Yeah, legend. Um. But we going to get up out of here, Gangsta. Anything you want to leave the people with, man? Hey, man, I want to leave the people with some old school love, man. Somebody going to have to spread some love because it's fucked up. And the young niggas yeah. is going wild, man. I hear, you know, everybody, this shit is not a rap song. It's real mm-hmm. life, man. A lot of little niggas is losing their life. And this shit is everybody's against you, feel what I'm saying? And yeah. if we don't start loving us, nobody else is gonna love us. We see that. So other than all these records, man, they just lost I didn't really know the little dude from Compton that just died, but it's all sad when it's a nigga young that was trying to do something that's lost to this game shit, yeah. man. We gotta find a better way. Uh yeah. I think it's a trap. You feel me? So yeah. that's what I gotta say. We gotta love each other. The music and shit gonna speak for itself. I got a verse for every nigga. Well, that, that that's the biggest that seems like that's the biggest obstacle though for us to love ourselves. You know what I mean? Because that's what you're seeing. Young niggas still killing each other and just dumb shit. You know what I mean? Not not value, not valuing life. Alone, but you know, yet let alone one another. You know what I mean? So, and um, and you see, like you said, I was getting out. You know, every ain't gonna be too many more, and in, in, in no, in Compton or, or no Linwood or or anywhere else because you see what's going on right now. So it's like, you know, they better start loving each other. That's yeah, all I can like, say. But uh, we don't got nothing to prove, man. We had 
we had it hard enough. We ain't got nothing to prove, so we're going to have to get out of that mind state of we have to continue it. We know people that endure mm-hmm. pain and shit. It's hard to walk away from it, but we continuing it. And every time we continue right. it, I mean, we're doing it. I mean, I feel like a piece of meat go with each one of them little niggas. You feel what I'm saying? Because right. them could have been some little, the next little whoever, you know what I mean? The next star or just the next regular man. You feel me? It's like right. it ain't nothing really fly about dying young. So uh, that's yeah. why that's another reason why I love hip hop again. Because when I went to jail, I saw the young niggas in there, and they were accepting mm-hmm. uh, them ten years and shit, and looking at me as if I had all of the chance in the world. Like you know, I, right. I was in the pack <laughs> right. or something. You feel what I'm saying? So. That right. was one of the reasons where I saw it being an out, other than other than uh, the loss that I took when I was in there. But um, it made me love hip hop again too, because it's a way out for these young niggas. And but damn, man, niggas is doing it kind of wrong. They talking shit and going and do shit. That shit weak as a motherfucker. Yeah, it's getting too serious. Yeah, it's getting too crazy. Right there. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, but um, it is what it is, man. Yeah, well, thank you, gangster man, for joining us tonight. Classic episode, man. Thank you for the history, testimony, just 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 all the good game you had tonight, man. It was a great conversation, Queen Jean. I'm sure she enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, and uh, thank you, homie. Tell uh, once again, follow the homie at uh gangster underscore comrades, right? IG. Yeah. Gangsta yeah. underscore comrade IG, uh, gangsta uh, what is gangsta comrade on Facebook, and uh, Heat Rock TV on YouTube. Uh, Heat Rock R O C C Rock Heat R O C C TV. There it is, gangsta comrades. Hey, Thank you once again, homie. Enjoy you, uh, bro. Yeah, blessings hey, to your prosperity. I had a I had a nice hour and a half right now. And you know what I'm saying? I, <laughs> I almost fucked up. It was super late. I look, oh my God. Oh, y'all was cute. <laughs> hey, I appreciate it. It's all good, homie. Y'all let me be who I am. Thank you for coming, That's man. Me. Yes, sir. Okay, yes, sir. Sure, definitely. Bro. Definitely. Yep. Thank you all right. again, Gangster. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, peace. Peace and love. Shout out to Gangster once again who joined us. Uh, great conversation, homie, man. Uh, he's a. He, He's so alive, man. He's going to just give you, you know what I mean, just just everything he gave us, man. Shout out to Gangster, man. You know, I'm glad he can get, be comfortable on our show, you know. Yeah. Like I told you earlier, Queen, we talked about it. I said, you know, watch how it, you know, so, you know what I mean? It's what we do, right. Jeff. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> You we know, didn't Queen, do it. We talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> we, right, right, right. We, we just started having a right. conversation. We yeah, we Great conversation, exactly. too. Yeah, you make right. them comfortable, you know. We let our guests be comfortable, be themselves, and it all turns mm-hmm. out to be a great hour and a half, two hours, you know. It's just always great, you know. I, I, I love right, it. Right, right. I definitely love it. So just keep giving yeah, my I power to the people. So. 
That part, power to the people, and we yeah we got to definitely like I was just saying, say strong people. You know what I mean? I'm I'm sick, like Queen said earlier. I don't want to talk about it, but the news, yeah, everybody knows what's going on out there right now. The uh, the best thing um, we could just start doing is being more aware and then more wise, and just uh, how we move. Like start playing chess. Yeah. Instead of checkers, yeah. because it's definitely lopsided. They're playing chess with us, and we're playing checkers. It seems like. You know what I mean? With how stuff happens, you know, how we take it. And I know we're always really there when something goes down, and, and I'm glad of that. You know, we protest the people outside of dude's house today. So we're there, but we just don't keep the same energy when stuff dies down. And when I mean keep the same energy, just like the homie was just saying, loving each other and really being there the same way. You know what I mean? And um, then I think start we need to start educating more and, and, and instead of waiting for stuff to happen, like it does, and while in uproar, we got to start being more prepared. Like these young dudes, like even this little dude that just got shot in Minnesota, which was a tragedy. But if you look at mm. even how it went down, he really, he really didn't even need to. You got to know what you're up against. You know, you turn around and run, and people scared, and you're black. You know, you know that's what they did. They shot you. We didn't come to find out. You know, he didn't even need to run. Like he said, he had a misdemeanor warrant. You know, even when he ran. And got away. That was going to be a felony right there, evading officer in the, in the vehicle. So he had a bigger charge than he just had with the misdemeanor. But obviously he made didn't know that and was just scared. So we got to start not alone, not only just being there right now and all this, but educating and getting these little dudes more aware of what they're doing, what their rights are, what they need to do and not do when they inter- interact with a police officer. That's what we got to start doing because we got to know by now that way is not going to get it. They are scared. They're frightened. They're dumb. Whatever the fuck. But we just come, keep coming up short on the, the short end of the stick, and it could be prevented sometimes by how we know how to handle ourselves with these people, you know. And that's what I think a lot of these people are not doing. It's always turns out bad, you know what I mean. And and we're gonna be having short end of the stick regardless of what the rights are. And we know that was wrong. We're not supposed to shoot nobody, and that wouldn't happen with no white person. But you're black, so you know with this, you know how you know it's just not good. So we got to start learning how these guys interact with these police because they're not doing it correctly. They got to know their rights and how to get out with the police. That's what's not being yeah, taught, I don't think, do. right now. Cause a lot of these people are going out bad and they don't have to. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, don't, don't. So, because we just got to know it's not a, fair. We know that. They didn't have the right to shoot yeah. nobody. None of that shit, none of them killings was justified. But you already know what no. I'm just trying to say. Still, you're going to be shot and killed. And they just going to maybe be yeah. fired. Hopefully, they get charges against them. And then we got to sit up here like right now and sit up here and watch this whole trial go on with this Minnesota dude, police officer. It's like, I don't even want to watch that shit. We know he's guilty. Why do we have to sit up here and even go through all this bullshit? Yeah. We, this dude sat on Why the man neck and get a trial. You, you, the, the defense don't even have no case. Y'all don't have nothing. We know that. But we got to go through all this shit. Br- yeah. Hey, check this out. Um, one of my family followers, which is uh, JT's dad, he made a post today, and it said, um, I was born black, and I will die black. I just mm-hmm. don't want to die because I am black. That's deep. Yeah, yeah. that's real deep. So I was like, yeah, wow. Yeah. But, yeah, you have to be careful. Uh, we do have to be careful in every move. You got to start make. showing these boys, be... people teaching that more and speaking more about how we need to handle ourselves. You know, we can't just keep waiting yeah. for stuff like this to happen, you know, because you're going to get the short end of the stick if you just, like, it wouldn't be the same. If that was a white dude that got in his car and ran off like that, he definitely wouldn't have been shot. They would have probably tried to, hey, sir, stop it, and, and 
it, it would have been. It's a totally different. Oh, yeah. We know that. We already know this. So we yeah, just have the, to know how yeah, to was, interact with these police. So we have to start yourself. doing better with how we do it. But yeah, because we're gonna get you do shit like that. That's what they are gonna do. Shoot you when they whenever they feel threatened or because yeah. they're already really scared of you. Even though she had 20 years in the force or whatever, you still made that type of mistake. I don't care if it was a mistake. You're still not capable of doing your job. Because that's still, even if right. that's a mistake, you mistakenly or accidentally shot and killed somebody. So, no. So, either way, is bad. I don't give a fuck, and I don't believe that anyway. But even if it was an accident, you still, you know, if you if you right now kill somebody, Queens, oh, yeah, it was an accident, you're still going to jail, Queens. You know, so oh, come on, yeah, don't, don't she, give me this um, shit because it's just a police officer. Yeah, she she's got going to jail now. Today, I know they charge her for manslaughter, but that but should really be second degree murder. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That ain't shit. Manslaughter. She even if she gets found guilty for that, that that's really no time. Seven years. But really, she she should yeah, be charged we, with we, second degree murder. Exactly. We don't know. Manslaughter is a lesser charge. Next, you know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm 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 sorry. I'm rambling. We're gonna get out of here. Um. Sorry, yeah. I just got in on one right then. But we're going to get up out of here. I'm Thank you, everybody, who joined us tonight. Thank you, Queen. Almost definitely came. Thank we'll you. Be back Thank again you, Gangster, on from Friday. The Comrades. Oh, yep, yeah, we'll be back Friday, cool, you know. Real cool, guys. We'll be I back Friday, you, Queen and Didi on Saturday. And Sunday, we'll do it all over again, too. And we'll be in the after hours tonight. we got some questions and answers to get to, so. We'll see y'all in a bit. Peace and love. Seven days without prayer makes one week. W-A-K. Don't get weak. Stay strong. Don't get weak. G-Lu, Queen G. Peace and love. That part. Peace and love. Peace, y'all. We out.